Welcome to Summer Soul Sessions on the Digital Coffee Date, created and hosted by writer and producer Jessica Rosado. This limited summer series maintains the same mission of being your weekly dose of inspiration with an enriched level of spiritual awareness. The topics being discussed are powerful themes in our society and culture that need the presence of God brought back into the conversation. Here you will find a safe space that discusses some hard-hitting questions about ourselves while keeping faith, love, compassion, understanding, and empathy at the forefront. I am so happy to have you here, so let us continue our sisterhood with words that revive the soul. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the third episode in our Summer Soul Sessions series. Our chat this morning is all about empathy versus compassion. So to get our minds moving a bit, I wanted to start with a quote from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He spoke these words on April 4th, 1967 at New York City's Riverside Church. He said, a true revolution of values will soon cause us to question the fairness and justice of many of our past and present policies. On the one hand, we are called to play the Good Samaritan on life's roadside, but that will only be an initial act. One day, we must come to see that the whole Jericho Road must be transformed so that men and women will not be constantly beaten and robbed as they make their journey on life's highway. True compassion is more than flinging a coin to a beggar. It comes to see that an edifice which produces beggars needs restructuring. Whew, powerful, right? We're going to dissect that later. So, compassion and empathy seem like the same concept, but are in fact a bit different. Empathy is the act of understanding someone's perspective and feeling their experience. Compassion understands someone's experience either in a cognitive way or in an empathetic way and is then followed by action. According to psychologists Daniel Goldman and Paul Ekman, there are three types of empathy defined as cognitive, emotional, and compassionate. Cognitive empathy is the ability to understand how a person feels and what they might be thinking, which can help us to be better communicators. Emotional empathy is the ability to share the feelings of another person, which can help you build emotional connections. Compassionate empathy goes beyond understanding others and sharing their feelings and actually moves us into action to help others. Author, lecturer, and professor Dr. Brene Brown said, Empathy is simply listening, holding space, withholding judgment, emotionally connecting, and communicating that incredibly healing message of you're not alone. I think this is a powerful message because it really embodies what empathy means. It's putting ourselves in someone else's shoes. It's a level of emotional intelligence that tells someone, I see you, I feel you, I get you. 
Empathy is important because it allows us to step outside of our own bubble of experiences and our own levels of understanding into someone else's, which is a huge part of the human experience. We become better people when we understand one another. From empathy flows love, kindness, appreciation, and compassion. This is how we as people can do better for one another. Now, while empathy is definitely a good starting point, it isn't the finish line because we can understand one another and feel for one another all day long. But if we aren't moving into action to help one another, we aren't changing and improving anything. So what do we do with our empathy? What do we do once we understand one another and feel for one another? What do we do with our empathy to invoke real change? Well, now enters compassion and what psychologists will call compassionate empathy. This is when we begin to act on our empathy. This is when we begin to take our understanding and our feelings and we take action. According to an article in Berkeley's Greater Good magazine, a magazine that provides science-based insight for a meaningful life, it said, compassion is not the same as empathy or altruism, though the concepts are related. While empathy refers more generally to our ability to take the perspective of and feel the emotions of another person, Compassion is when those feelings and thoughts include the desire to help. This differentiation resonated with me because it is so important to have the ability to feel for others, but we must remember that real change and the betterment of our society only comes as the result of action. We have to take our empathy and support it with compassion. So let's get into what the Bible has to say. I found it to be very interesting that there are many verses in the Bible that mention the word compassion or a variation of it, but there is not one verse that mentions empathy. Now, I don't believe this is because empathy isn't considered important. In fact, it's extremely important, and there are many scriptures that have empathetic messages at the core of their meaning. Just like in Romans chapter 12, verse 15, it says, Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. While the word empathy isn't in this scripture, the ideal behind it to feel with others is why empathy is a core value in the Christian faith. However, empathy alone is not enough. And I believe the reason why the Bible doesn't mention the word empathy is because the word of the Lord is about action. Empathy isn't in the Bible because there's no action that follows it. Love mercy, grace, kindness, compassion. These are words that actions follow. Empathy is simply understanding and feeling someone else's perspective, but action doesn't follow it. When you love someone, there are actions you show because of that love. The teachings of Jesus were that of meaningful actions, actions that people who claim to love the Lord and have faith must be willing to take. 
in the Bible, when it mentions things like love, mercy, grace, kindness, compassion, it's clear as day. There aren't any scriptures to interpret those messages. It's very clear about what those words mean and the actions that must be taken to show what those words mean. We know the story of Jesus dying on the cross, right? We know it to be a story about love for us. But we often forget that it is a powerful representation of what compassion means. If compassion is feeling and understanding followed by actions to help and care for others, then the ultimate sacrifice that was done for our redemption was done in the name of compassion for us. So, let's bring back the message I mentioned at the very beginning from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Let's break it down a bit where he gives reference to the story of the Good Samaritan. He says, On the one hand, we are called to play the Good Samaritan on life's roadside, but that will be only an initial act. The Good Samaritan is a parable from the Bible, Luke chapter 10, verses 30 to 36. It's about a man who was traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho. On the road, he was robbed and beaten almost to death. A priest walked down the road, saw him, and kept walking. A man also walked down the road, saw him, and kept walking. The Good Samaritan saw him, and the Bible says he took pity on him. Pity, which is feeling sorrow for someone. In other words, empathy, and bandaged his wounds, put him on his own donkey, and took him to an inn where he paid the innkeeper to look after him. In verse 36, Jesus asks, which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robber? This question defines that you can be a neighbor to people. In Jesus's question, he's actually telling us that you don't have to personally know someone to do for someone. You see, the Bible doesn't just say he took pity on him and that was the end of the story. He didn't just look at him and have heart-wrenching empathy for him and kept walking. No, it says he bandaged his wounds. The Good Samaritan looked after the man. He went the extra mile and showed compassion because he acted on his empathy. Now, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s message is actually challenging what we've always thought was a story about the right way to portray compassion. He's challenging our understanding of compassion to exceed the Good Samaritan's actions. He's imploring that in order to change a system, you have to go beyond just being kind and thoughtful. You have to work to rebuild what is broken. This is why right after that, he states, one day we must come to see that the whole Jericho road must be transformed so that men and women will not be constantly beaten and robbed as they make their journey on life's highway. While the Good Samaritan is a great story to understanding empathy and compassion for others, real change has to go beyond that story. 
we have to be able to see that we need to change the system of that road to prevent others from falling prey to the same grievances. It's great that the Good Samaritan came to the man's aid. We too have to follow in those footsteps and come to the aid of others who are suffering from injustice. But we also have to work toward restructuring the system that is causing that pain and suffering. This is why Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. then says, True compassion is more than flinging a coin to a beggar. It comes to see that an edifice which produces beggars needs restructuring. Edifice here means system. It's not enough to aid the hurting. We have to restructure so that the hurting doesn't continue. That is what true compassion is. So today, I want you to check in with yourself. Are you empathetic towards others? Do you feel other people's joy, their pain? Do you understand their perspectives or experiences? If not, begin to work on why and how you can change that. If you are empathetic toward others, are you compassionate? Are you working to help others and improve broken systems? If not, begin to work on why you are able to feel for people but unable to go beyond your emotions and research ways you can provide meaningful action in a positive way. Thank you for listening to Summer Soul Sessions, a limited summer series on the digital coffee date where meaningful inspiration ignites meaningful action. Be sure to visit thedigitalcoffeedate.com to sign up for your free membership where you can go beyond our digital coffee dates and discuss episode topics on our growing community.